Goody, we're back again this week. And we're back with Red, White, and Brown. And you are listening to us on Daisy's.life. And I have with me Manushi again. Vanshika has her exams. So she, she's out of uh, sorts. But she'll be back next week with us. And Anthur has been traveling. So it's Manushi and me here. And we have we have a series. And we have, uh, we have a movie, right? Yeah. So you have a... No, actually, no. We have... Yeah, that's right. We, we have two series. What are we talking about? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. We have two series. So Wait. this week was a series week, and we ended up watching two series for you guys so that you don't have to watch if you don't want to. But these are uh, the first one is uh, The Hard. It is Zoya Akhtar Rima Kakti's new series, which is streaming on Amazon Prime Video. And if you haven't watched it, we highly recommend it. And the second was Taj Divided by Blood. We have watched and reviewed season one for you earlier. This was season two, and that is streaming on Z5 Global. So two, two of them. Let's kind of start. Let's start with Dahar Manushi. What do you say? Yes. Yes. Um, yes. So this week, uh, Dahar was there on Amazon Prime. And I think um, it's a pretty gripping series is what I would uh, start it with because what are the subplots and plots there throughout the whole uh, series like beginning with Anjali who is a police officer uh, she's investigating about uh, about about a case where the guy has eloped with a girl and uh, the brother of the guy uh, comes to the police station and lodges a complaint that uh, they forcefully fled, uh, and the other person, that is the girl's uh, side, someone comes and says that they have forcefully uh, taken their sister and fled away. So basically, it begins with on this note, and uh, something happens where uh, after a couple of episodes, you see that uh, a turn of events and certain things uh, where the man who filed the complaint is now uh, faking and lying, uh, has cooked up a story that uh, that person was Muslim. Now, the uh, light over here is thrown in the economic disparities and the... Religious, uh, yeah, overtone, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, as always. So, uh, so I, think, I think on the face of it, it sounds like at the heart, it just looks, looks like a police investigative kind of, mm. kind of a series. But it's really not. It is it is actually a commentary on the status of women and the social cultural issues around that. And I think I think it's cleverly woven around this investigative um, uh, narrative. Um, I think the devil of this uh, series, The Hard, is actually in the detail. Um, it is a town in Rajasthan called M- Mandava. And Mandava. In, uh, hmm? Mandava. Mandava. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. My friend is always out of sorts. I'm so sorry about that. Is the term Rajasthan? Mandava. And uh, then I think the first episode starts with a chaos. Um, uh, a Thakur girl has eloped with her Muslim lover. And the ruling party really turns that into a political spectacle. 
And um, Devi Singh uh, is played by Gulshan Devaya. We watched him earlier in the remake of Flower of the Devil uh, on Z5. And I think he's a wonderful actor. Um, so Gulshan Devaya's uh, Devi Singh gets a call and uh, from his officers and they told him to, to, to tell him to nab the couple and slap kidnapping charges onto the boy and close the deal. However, um, while Anjali, Anjali is played by Sunakshi Sinha, she's an officer uh, who, who, who reports into Devi Singh and he, she also reports into this other guy called Kailash, Kailash played by Sonusha. So, um, so, so she starts looking at it differently because um, uh, she's got marriage proposals coming in. I mean, that, that's her own personal life going on on the side. And uh, she dropped her father's surname uh, because it belongs to a backward class in Rajasthan, and um, and 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 because of that, she stopped from going inside upper crust households. And and every time she goes into into one of the constables' cabins, he actually lights an agarbatti to cleanse his cabin every time she walks by. So, uh, so, so, so there are these personal lives of these people. Even uh, this guy um, uh, uh, Anand, who, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's he has his own. You know, his wife is having an affair, and his father thinks he's a failure, and his younger brother uh, literally runs his jewelry business. But the defining image of the series is um, really comes when a, a lower class villager whose sister is reduced to a forgotten file, joins a right-wing mob um, after being ignored at a police station. So he thinks of a way out to get the cops to listen to him, and that was going extreme. Um, and he he actually... Um, it, it's, it's, like, mm -hmm. it's like how people get, get doctrined. It's not because they think that way, it's because their needs are that way. Yeah. So, what did you think about those and, and that scene? Uh, I think it was so defining. It was so well put. I feel that the whole story has been woven around uh, political disparities and, of course, the uh, economic strata of the society as well as the dowry system. Like, you know, here uh, a lot of emphasis has been put on the dowry system that keeps happening in Rajasthan even today. Because uh, apparently the dowry system has never stopped. In India especially, there are a lot of places where this goes on still. And the way this whole thing has been amalgamated into a police case is the interesting part of the entire story. Because, you know, uh, suddenly you see a turn of events after the fourth or fifth episode where uh, she discovers that a lot of women are killed and, uh, you know, a lot of them uh, belong to the similar cases of uh, dowry and some belong to the uh, religious aspect of it. So it's like uh, a whole platter of different emotions that are brought together. Uh, from you, 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 know, you know, Manu, what's, what the finest part of the story is that we're told right up front who the culprit is. We're told right up front. We, the culprit now is announced. So that Anand, played by, of course, yeah. um, Verma is so amazing. I mean, what an actor he is. And he's a Hindi literature professor. He teaches at a girls' school. So we're told up front that he is the culprit. But the journey of the cops to him is, is really the fun of the entire series, isn't it? Yeah. 
the whole Tom and Jerry chase that keeps happening, right? He escapes and then, you know, the whole uh, thing that happens around his backstory. And, you know, uh, every character has a good supporting uh, story or a reasoning that is attached. You know, certainly uh, when you are writing a story, this plays a very pivotal role because obviously... Uh, now, if somebody is a criminal or if somebody is a good person, there's always a backstory to every person, their actions, their reasoning. And here, I think that was brought forth very beautifully. Uh, I think, also- I think uh, Anand's character is so well written. I mean, if there were a villain to create psychologically, he's a perfect psychological manifestation of somebody who, in power who knows how to prey on his victim and he yes. and he has no shame about it i mean it, and, and his victims are also very specific he knows that they don't have their they're against the wall they don't have another place to go he knows the personalities he knows how they will defy their community uh, he also knows how the families will 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 leave them alone. He actually plans that manipulation yeah. is amazing. I mean, uh, his whole character is so amazingly well written. I love right. Vijay Verma and Darlings, but this one is again Vijay Verma all the way. Loved him. <laughs> love. I love the way he manifested that character. And honestly, Sunakshi Sinha as Anjali was also phenomenal because I think the whole way uh, she's, you know, she's to move on from different roles in this entire series where sometimes she thinks as a, a woman, sometimes she thinks as a cop and the whole uh, interchanging of different emotions and stuff. I think she's so brilliant on screen and it was, it was, it was a treat to see her back on screen after she was long. And I think this is by far one of the best written crime political uh, thriller kind of a show where everything is brought on the table and it, it, it is out for there to you to witness that how much you enjoy because we loved it personally. Totally. Both these actors just did such a phenomenal. I don't think I've seen um, um, Sunakshi Sinha do a better portrayal of a character than this, this uh, series. But beyond that, I think it, her character was so well written, her her emotions, everything was so well, so well put together. The fun part was, I mean, Vijay Verma now, he gets all these really meaty roles. I would have loved to be Vijay Verma because all the range of roles he gets, you know, he he can do anything with a smile and, you know, and, and so convincingly he plays this very privileged higher class male who is actually manipulating everything. Uh, he understands, you know, when, when somebody says toxic max- masculinity, Vijay Verma He's understands so that character so, so well. So I know he gets to the core of it. Also, the special mention I would uh, want to give is to the Rajasthani accent that these people have picked up. I think it was so smooth because at points, uh, you know, there are times when you actually uh, do not take the regional original accent and you kind of fluctuate between the Rajasthani and Marwadi. But here, the whole thing, it will actually appear to you as if people know these people know Rajasthani they know the Marwadi touch of it and they know everything so I think the way they have delivered was very beautiful superb superb I think Reema Kakti and Zoya Akhtar are just a phenomenal team once again 
they've delivered this you know in, in in the whole thing i think i think what really hit me the most around i think there were eight episodes of around one hour each it's an investment that you might want to really make off time because of the way uh, the the normalization of uh, deep-rooted prejudice of caste of class of religion and gender all these things are enmeshed together so beautifully and a story is told where the characters are not questioning it because it's so normalized for them and it shocks the hell out of you i mean anand's character is so well written sunakshi's character is so amazingly well defined uh, i mean uh, nobody wants to get investigated because of their honor not because not because it might solve a problem or the culprit might come to the fore but because of their honor i mean little things like that those little nuances are so difficult to capture the series um does a very good job um and and you know it doesn't really go against men i mean it doesn't say i'm i'm anti patriarchy or um it just tells its audience that there is a path at which accountability i mean you don't have to question everything around you but you can make people accountable for the behavior and also uh, none of the crimes are denied none of the crimes that are highlighted none of the uh, none of the differences or the bad things that were highlighted were uh, dejected on the face that you know yeah this is okay to do this or this is okay to do that also uh, you know at times when you see series like this where there's a gender issue or there's a rapist or whatever they always create a back story of why he rapes and it's a difficult childhood for the rapist or whatever i mean the bad person always has a has a history right and that history is made for the character to really justify why he's doing what he's doing and i think uh, I, i think this even though there was a back story um, the rapist get what they deserve and i think that was a very big big part of literally we don't care what the reason is for your childhood if you didn't get treated but you 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 wronged another person you took away a female's agency uh away or um and and you know normally when that happens mostly in stories from india there's always this shame around it you know women women are supposed to be looked down upon because they said something or did something and all of that is really uh, uh, the the plot really has these little threads that tie all of this together so i think the writing was just phenomenal i think the writing was so sensitive and so phenomenally put together i absolutely loved it Yes, I also loved it, and we would highly recommend you to watch The Hard on Time and decide for yourself of how you feel about this whole thing. Totally. Um, th- there were some parts of it which were unclear, but however, we highly recommend The Hard. It's playing on Amazon Prime Video, and in lead are Gulshan Devaya, Sunakshi Sen, and Vijay Verma. And oh my God, what performances! Again, another sixer out of the park by Zoe Akhtar. and that's a review for the hard manushi you want to take mm-hmm. on the next review taj divided by um, um divide by blood i think you take it over better okay. than me let me let me just tell our viewers and listeners so we had done taj divided by blood season 1 a few months ago 
and uh, it, it's out with season two. In the first season, it was a story. It was like anarchically light. We've spoken about it. It was anarchically light. The entire anarchically story. But this season actually was pretty more interesting. It was it was political. There's Dharminder. There's Nasiruddin Shah. There's Ashim Gulati. Aditya Rao Hedri. There's Rahul Bose. There's Padma Damodar. And of course, the beautiful Sandhya Amrado. So talented. I mean, the entire cast is just out of the park. So in season two, uh, um, Salim, who's played by Ashim Gulat, is now on a deadly mission to avenge, avenge Anarkali's death. And this is after 15 years of his exile. And now he um, tries to create a new empire or reduce the Mughal dynasty to ashes. Now, this is what he wants to do. He wants to, he wants to avenge Anarkali's death. So, um, so, so, so the story here is actually this battle for blood between, you know, these brothers, and um, and I thought it was uh, it was a really uh, you know interesting way of putting together this plot for season two because when season one finished, I think the first thought that I had was, uh, okay, what do they have? It's done. Why would they come with a season two? But season two is this intense battle for the throne, and you know, it's strategy, it's treachery, it's murders, it's like whatever they can do to get the throne because now Salim really wants to wants to make sure Mughal Empire vanishes. So um, uh, so after Anarkali's death, there is a, this recap that they show you how she, you know, the entire thing, how she was put in, into the, you know, uh, she, she was killed basically. And, um, and now uh, this entire battle has started. He has, um, a, 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 they, they had sent Salim away for 15 years. And then you have to really, I mean, if you haven't watched season one, then you have better watch the first few things. And and and, and now the power hungry royals are coming for each other's blood and and women. And they're trying to women are trying to make men take control. I mean, there's a lot of strategy and there's a lot of threats, murder, you know, that entire political battle. It's like uh, it's supposed to be like uh, a Game of Thrones, but in a Mughal context, <laughs> or more like that. Um, so, so the backstabbing, the familial tension, uh, the external threat to Akbar's Mughal Empire. Um, so, so um, this um, series two was actually not directed by Ron Scalpello. It is directed by Vibhupuri. Um, and the story is actually pretty seamless uh, with all the harm, hallmarks of the show in place. Uh, now, gloves are off between all these people. The relationship between the royal siblings and even their offsprings is strained. Um, I thought the screenplay uh, is quite swift, but uh, there is not as much action as there was in season one. Even though season one was an archery light, it had a lot of battle. The pace uh, uh, is pretty okay. So um, hot-headed prince uh, Murad, which is played by Taha Shah, uh, he's he's raking up conflicts and he's uh, trying to um, you know kill people. But Daniel, his brother, uh, played by Shubham Mehra, uh, he's coming to his own, and and then you know he's come across as he comes across as really savage as well. So Daniel and Murad are the savage ones. 
Um, and this actually season opens up with this big surprise. Herminder comes in as Sheikh Salim Chishti. He and he predicts the dark times and doom for Emperor Akbar. Um, actually, um, he he looks pretty good. Herminder doesn't look like the older one. He looks pretty good as Salim Chishti. And uh, and dialogues are definitely better than season one overall, and they're in sync with the times because that was our review of season one as well. We didn't feel we didn't get a feel of the anarchy era in season one, but there's a huge change in in the way things progress in season two. So dialogues are in sync. The words used are pretty much you know Mughal era words. It's not like they're using <laughs> using twentieth century words <laughs> in fifteenth century. The Siruddin Shah again. He is so good at this. He, the Emperor Akbar, and and this is a, this is what I what I said in for the season one review as well. Emperor Akbar's character is really well drawn, drawn, and they show the complexity of his character. There's no better actor than Nasiruddin Shah who would play this complex character. He does such a phenomenal job playing it. Just wonderful. Um, there's nobody else who could have done this better than Nasiruddin Shah. Um, he, uh, women again, you know, same as season one, women are playing the mind games, women are trying to seduce men, women are playing power games with the, with, with different people in power. And it, it's the same here as well. Uh, there's not much change in the, in the role of women, they're supporting characters, but, uh, uh, but but again, uh, this is fiction. This might not have happened realistically. They have f fictionalized history uh, here, and there are some really gory twists and turns. So if you're not friendly to blood and gore, and you know this the, the tension-filled moments, uh, I suggest don't watch it. But then uh, I think um, I, I think this entire legend of Akbar and the Mughal Empire needed needed to be told with this grandiosity um, and with the manipulation and the complex human relations and ambition that comes with being in power. It's shown pretty well. So Taj Divide of Blood, um, it, it really delivers season two. It's definitely uh, delivered well. And by the way, only three episodes of and uh, this uh, the series were out by the time we reviewed it, so we hope the 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 uh, the next uh, episodes will deliver much more than just the cinematic uh, story of uh, fictional his history. But um, so far, so good, and definitely worth a watch. Definitely better than season one in a lot of ways. So that's it from us this week. Uh, these were the two reviews. Uh, Manu, next week is going to be really heavy. We have some really heavyweight movies coming out and a lot of series. So you got to work yeah. hard and deliver that for you next weekend. For now, yeah. it's Manushi and Mira signing off. Take care.